Welcome everyone to Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I'm the host of this podcast and the creator of Balance by Megan. On this podcast, we talk about all things yoga, wellness, health, and spirituality with guests from around the world. So grab your crystals, grab your essential oils, and let's dive into it. Welcome everyone to another episode of Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell. I'm the host of this show and the creator of Balance by Megan. I am also a online and international yoga and meditation teacher and recently self-proclaimed obsessed human design advocate, learner, teacher, all the things. <laughs> I hope everyone is having an incredible Monday. I hope your September has been off to a good start so far. This is the first episode of September. Like, I know this year has been absolutely crazy. <laughs> and just to top it off, can you believe that it is already September? I do love the fall, don't get me wrong. I love the colors. I love, you know, Halloween and pumpkins and all the things. But the thing that makes me kind of anxious about fall is that winter is right around the corner. And I am not a winter person, you guys. Like, I absolutely dread the winter. I hate the cold. And especially with the pandemic and most likely no travel the rest of this year, it means I can't escape the cold, the snow, the ice. Who here is a winter person? Because I, I love Christmas. And for me, I'm like, why can't we just have December? December can be snow. It can be, you know, the the fireplace, the warm, cozy socks. I love snow on Christmas Day. Don't get me wrong. But like January 1st, like let's get back into like spring, summer, fall, like this whole, depending on where you live. I'm just outside of Toronto. It's like, it's way too long of cold weather. You know what I mean? It's like November to April sometimes. So that's my little rant on (laughs) why the winter sucks to me. But if you love it, all the power to you. I'm a summer babe. I love the ocean. I love the water. I love the heat. I mean, honestly, the hotter, the better. And yeah, so anyways, I'm putting it out that this fall is going to be like a hotter than normal fall. Um, you know, I, we get lucky with September sometimes. It's like a really hot fall. So I'm putting that out to the universe. Anyways, today you get just me on the show. It's been a hot moment. It feels like since I've done a solo podcast, although I'm probably wrong about that. I <laughs> I have done them semi-recently, but I really wanted to do, I'm going to do back-to-back ones and I'm putting it out there so that this is going to happen. But I wanted to talk about two things, one today and one on another solo podcast episode that keep coming up from, you know, who reach out to me, to me, people I know, just kind of in general conversation. And so I wanted to break it down for you. So today I'm talking all about the chakras. So kind of a chakra 101, if you will. This is, you know, what are they? How do they 
you know, play a role in our life? You know, how do I see them? How do I know they're there? That kind of thing. So even if you are, you know, an expert or you're very familiar with the chakra system, hang with me. It's it's always nice to hear a different perspective. And for me, I'm I'm the type of person who I love to learn, right? I can read, I can listen to all the podcasts, I can take all the trainings, and then I kind of just intertwine what I've learned from different people and what kind of feels true for me, and then I kind of intertwine it together and give my perspective on things. So maybe I say something that you're like, yeah, I resonate with that, or that's how I feel too, or maybe you don't, but this is going to be a fun episode, so hang with me. Before we dive into today's Chakra 101 episode, though, I just want to remind you that my Yoga On Demand online membership is available for you. It has modern day meditations and yoga flows that you can do from the comfort of your home. Still in this pandemic, you know, a lot of people, myself included, don't really want to go to a studio, don't really want to go to a gym. I, even though I've been really, really good the last few years, I still am considered a high risk with my asthma. I don't want to, I don't want to risk myself by going out there. And I love the at-home practice. It's how I got started. You know, I even do my meditations in the morning to kind of set the tone for the day. So if this is something you have been eyeing for a bit, then I invite you to just go check out my website. You can find some more information on there about what you'll get inside the membership. It's 10 USD dollars. I always say USD dollars, and I know the D stands for dollars, but <laughs> little rant. It's 10 USD. It's There's no commitment, so you can do it for a month, and then you know, if finances come up or something changes, you are not committed to doing this for like a year or anything. I know you're going to love it though. Like 10 USD, it really is not a lot in the grand scheme of things. You probably have spent more than that on coffee this month, even already, even though we're like a week into the month. So you get to do yoga and meditation on your time. And then I've also been thinking of doing some live streams through there so that we have that community aspect. But I wanted this to be, you know, if you couldn't commit to a certain time, if, you know, you had kiddos or work and you're like, hey, I have to just do it on my time, then this is an incredible option for you. You can just throw on a five-minute flow. You can throw on a 40-minute flow. You can do a couple of back-to-back. Sometimes I do shorter videos at my house like you know a 10 minute one a 20 minute one and I do them kind of back to back so that it becomes like a 30 minute workout or what have you there's a variety of meditations on there too as guided meditations manifestation meditations so go check out my website you can find some information on the membership there you can find some testimonials on there and then I would love for you to join us so With that being said, let's dive into Chakra 101. So let's just talk about the name chakras. (laughs) I was always taught and trained in it being chakras. Maybe you've heard it pronounced chakras. There's really no right or wrong way. I know people who get in arguments over it, like don't DM me, don't say no, it's, it's chakras, it's not chakras, like... It, it, like you do you, whatever you want to call it, there's no, in my opinion, right or wrong way 
to pronounce it. However, I was always taught to say chakras. So wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> and what essentially are the chakras, right? Like where, what do they do? So maybe you've Googled yoga online or maybe you've seen a picture come up and it looks like normally people are sitting down but you'll see like this rainbow effect going up from the base of the spine all the way up to the crown of the head and there's seven circles and each energy center so we have red at the bottom orange yellow green light blue dark blue and purple they each represent different areas of the body, different organs, different aspects of our life, the physical, the mental, the emotional, and they are energy centers. So chakra essentially is a Sanskrit word, which just means wheel. So they're circular and they spin. So it is said that when, you know, your chakras are all in alignment, that they are spinning and that they work together to create this harmonious balance within the body, within the mind, within the spirit. Now, different things can cause these wheels or the chakra energy to go sluggish, to slow down, to even stop moving. And it said when that happens, that's where we get dis-ease in the body. That's where, you know, we have physical ailments or we have emotional ailments and it kind of manifests, if you will, into blockages to disease to you know, just kind of that overall yucky feeling, I guess. I don't know what word I'm trying to use there, but I'm going to go through each chakra. And, you know, if you are, if you have it, like if it's slow moving, this is like what you might feel. If you're excessive in it, this is what you might feel. And just kind of break down what each of these centers in your body mean. So the first center is known as the root chakra. It is the red circle that you will see. It's right at the base of the spine there. And this is the energy center that houses our stabilities, our, our fear, our security within the world, how, we, how safe we feel within the world. This is kind of like how we are feeling within our environment. So if you are, if your root chakra is kind of feeling out of whack or if it's, if there's, if it's not balanced, you will feel fearful. You'll have feelings of anxiety, restlessness. You'll, you'll have those kind of, this is where like a lot of money struggles and difficulty come into place. So if you have like a money story, generally this is where that fear or that insecurity resides when it's when you are balanced you'll feel grounded you'll have a sense of trust you'll feel safe and secure in the world you'll have a good sense of stability and you'll have a good feeling of prosperity again i'm i want to make this like super digestible and easy easy for you i don't want to overwhelm people you can go so far deep into the trainings of the chakras but i'm just giving you kind of like a 101 overview and perspective the second energy center is called the sacred chakra and that is an orange energy center it's just below the navel so it's just above the root chakra it's just below the navel and this is 
the energy center that holds your sexuality, your sensuality, your creativity. And when that's when that's unbalanced, you'll have you'll be feeling, you know, un uninspired, uncreative. You'll maybe have like low sex drive or, you know, in excess to that too much sex drive, like that will be kind of unbalanced there for you. And obviously when that's balanced, you'll be feeling that creativity. You'll be feeling, you know, and when I say sexual, this is not like this, you know, sex being God slash goddess. It's just like you're in touch with your sexuality. You're okay with pleasure. Like it feels good to you. You don't have this guilty feeling of it. So that's what I mean when I say like sexuality, like who you are as a human being and in a sensual sensation in a sensual way. Then we move up to the solar plexus. So that is that yellow energy center. It's just above the navel there. And the solar plexus houses our motivation, our willpower, and our confidence. When we are unbalanced there, we'll have low energy, we'll feel we'll have poor self-esteem poor or weak willpower, we'll be feeling sluggish. And when it's balanced, we have, you know, we we have that confidence within us. We feel motivated. We have that inner harmony within ourselves. We have respect for ourselves. We have this like self-acceptance and all of that good stuff. Then we move up to the heart chakra and this might be a little bit self-explanatory. It is the green center. Some people some people it, it can be pink when you're talking about things of like crystals like a rose quartz is associated with the heart chakra. Rose quartz is pink. So it it can be pink or green. Generally though when you see it I've actually never seen it just displayed as pink on a like on a visual aspect of the chakra system on someone it's usually green but it can it can be pink or green let's just use green for benefit of the doubt so that is where our our love is our compassion our you know even our self-love for ourselves this is all housed within the heart chakra energy Obviously, when we're balanced there, we have compassion for others. We have compassion for ourselves. We have a good sense of self-love for ourselves. We have a love for the environment, for other people, for the world, for every being in it. When we're unbalanced here, we feel withdrawn. We feel judgmental. We have feelings of loneliness. We fear intimacy and relationships. We can be a little narcissistic, bitter, and lack empathy. So there's a lot going on there when we're feeling unbalanced in the heart chakra. And the heart chakra connects our lower chakras, so that root, sacral, and solar plexus chakra, with our upper chakras, which I will get into. The next chakra up from that is the throat chakra. And this can be depicted as like a light blue and it's just in the throat. So this is where we house our communication and our truth. So speaking up about the truth, communicating our wants, our needs. And this kind of balances with the heart chakra when we're communicating. So yes, it's being truthful. Yes, it's communicating know what feels true to us what feels right for us but it's also like 
you know, if you think someone's an asshole, it's like not saying, hey, I think you're an asshole. It's, you know, being loving and kinding with that, like always standing up for yourself, but also like tapping into that heart center where you're like, you have empathy for other people where you have like that kind of love. So like, it's not being rude or mean and vocalizing that verbalizing it. It's, you know, standing up for yourself. Yes. But like, also don't be mean about it. So when that's out of whack, we fear speaking up. We feel that we can't articulate our truths. We have difficulty putting feelings into words. We might feel shy. And when that's balanced, we're also a good speaker or a good talker as well as a good listener. We have a good sense of timing, rhythm, so we're not, you know, like speaking over somebody. We have that good dialogue going back and forth. We have clear communication and we speak up about what's true for us. The next one up from that is called the third eye chakra. So this is depicted as either sometimes that like deep indigo blue, sometimes a purple. I always say that deep indigo blue, but you might, might see it as purple, but purple, purple goes into the next chakra up. So again, as with the heart center, let's just call this one for sake of argument, a deep indigo blue. So that third eye is that inner teacher, it's that inner guidance within us, it's that wisdom that resides within us. When we aren't connected or in alignment with our third eye, we tend to lack imagination, we have difficulty like visualizing things into our life, in our future, you know, the idea of like manifesting. We can't, you know, listen to that teacher within us. We, sometimes we let like the ego take over And instead of listening to like that inner wisdom, that inner teacher, that's kind of guiding us, even if we don't know the outcome of it, it's like, it's that inner knowing that's saying like, yes, do this, this is right for you. Or that, you know, sometimes like those, some people will say like that intuition or that gut feeling that's like, yes, that's your third eye. So when we are balanced there, we're intuitive, we're perceptive and imaginative, we're able to visualize and we're able to kind of think symbolically. So not always taking things, you know, at face value, but like using that third eye to kind of think in more, a more symbolic way. So, and sorry, the third eye is located like just between that eyebrow location. So it's like, sometimes you'll see people in yoga like bring their thumbs their thumbs up to their third eye it's like that inner teacher that inner guidance and we bow down to that so it's just just between the third eye or just between the eyebrows maybe a little bit above there finally we come up to the crown chakra and that is the very crown of your head this is depicted as a purple energy center sometimes I wish I had more concrete answers for you guys, but sometimes it is depicted as like white. I like to think of it as a purple energy center. So that crown chakra is like this connection to divinity, connection to the universe, the world, God, whatever you want to call it. It's this like connection to everything. So when our crown chakra is kind of out of whack and keep in mind here 
generally you won't have like unbalanced lower chakras and but like your crown chakra is like super balanced it, it's kind of this domino effect so like if the root chakra was out of balance and your sacral chakra was out of balance generally your root chakra wouldn't be balanced because it's like this it just you wouldn't have these feelings of like spiritual connection if you were like really unsure of like where you stood in the world and you feared the world so I just little side note for that <laughs> so if you if your crown chakra was out of whack you would be you would have these like rigid beliefs you would be very materialistic in a sense you would not see the things of like this duality of like you know we are here the world is our divinity right we're there is no separateness between the two. We are divinity. We're here to connect with others, connect with the world, connect with ourselves. We have this like self-knowledge about the world. We're, we're, we're connected to the universe. When that's balanced, you would have a sense of spiritual connection. You would be open-minded. You would have this idea of like wisdom and mastery within yourself. And this is a hard a lot of people this is like I don't want to say closed off but this is like you know like to have everything in harmony including like your crown chakra to be completely balanced like it's it's not not done but it's it's a harder one to kind of always consistently keep balanced if you will so if you've mastered this I mean well done incredible job so that's just a little fun fact about the chakras. You know, there's this idea that like, if you're, you know, a little side story about like a family member of mine is like their heart chakra, there was a lot of resentment, a lot of like this victimhood, like their heart chakra was kind of balanced, off balanced, I should say. And this manifested into like a, into breast cancer, right? So this is where like, when you have blockages, when you're, when you're out of alignment here, this can lead to like disease in the body. Sometimes if you have like low back issues, like there could be this, this connection of like, maybe you're struggling financially, or maybe there's this, you're not feeling grounded in the world and you're experiencing this. Sometimes it can come in like physical symptoms to us. And sometimes it comes in as like disease. So we always want to try to keep these chakras in balance. At the very least, it's important to know like when these are out of whack or when these are out of balance for you so that you can, you know, do the kind of the unsexy work and just work on those money stories, work on that resentment. Like, why do you feel these ways? And when everything is kind of balanced or in alignment, everything feels good. Everything feels in, in flow. Everything feels aligned for you. And it's not to say that they won't, you know, sometimes they slow down a little bit. Sometimes they, they come back into harmony. So there's always work to be done here, right? I don't feel like there's too many of us. And if you are one of these pers people, please hit me up because you are, <laughs> you are uh, like a miracle. You are just someone I've never come across. Generally, we don't go through our entire lives completely balanced in all of these chakra areas. We experience different things will put us out of out of whack with some of these energy centers. But 
like I was saying, the goal is to kind of balance them, is to recognize when one of them is slow, sluggish, or out of whack, and then try to do the work to kind of get them back into harmony. You can use essential oils, you can use journaling practices, you can do meditation and yoga, you know, this is where this all kind of comes into place. You can have a coach who will take you through some of these things and help you kind of dive into that healing that you're that you need to do and what have you. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you learned something new. Maybe you got a different perspective on what the chakras were all about. Let me know if you want me to dive more into this. And then we are diving into human design for our next solo episode. And you will see the chakra system absolutely comes into place here. So it's very cool to see all this intertwined together. With that being said, you guys, I hope you have an incredible rest of your week. Tag me on Instagram if you listen to this podcast episode. Let me know what your aha moments were. Let me know what your biggest takeaways were. I love to slide into your DMs to say hello and just to connect with you on a different level. I love hearing when you guys are listening to this podcast episode. And as always, if you love this episode, don't forget to share it with someone in your life and don't forget to take two seconds of your time to rate and review the show five stars. It means the absolute world to me. Until next Monday, you guys, have a good one. Namaste.